When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wrestle me, Mark. Uh, Wrestle Oh, we started recording and we've not really agreed which show we're going to be doing first. So this <laughs> could start on a Patreon and end up on the main feed. You just don't know with we, us. We are very much in a, a the, the, what they call in podcasting, the worst possible scenario. <laughs> where you run a Patreon and a regular feed yes. and uh, you run out of episodes for both. Yes. So what you have to do is you have to record both of those sets in one go because otherwise time runs out. Yes. What you then get is you get WrestleMania 32, which is... Uh, let me tell you, Pete, I made the mistake of seeing that you were watching it on the network. And I thought, yeah. Do you know what? I don't want to interrupt Pete because oh, it's annoying Mark, to find just, out what you want. You are very thought, much the owner of that channel. I thought, I thought to myself, do you know what I'll do? I'll watch the pre-show. That'll be a nice build-up. <laughs> Seven hours in total. Seven, Seven hours. hours. Why did they think that was acceptable? I, I am genuinely Seven furious hours. about it. I'm furious about it. I went straight back and I was like, what is the shortest WWE pay-per-view? Yeah. And I think Backlash 2006 yeah. is uh, two hours and 13 minutes or something. Right. How, how Long do enough. you... Long enough. How do you drop the ball so badly <laughs> that you, you have... If one of the matches had gone for an hour and 55 minutes, they'd have gone, that was mental. <laughs> the show <laughs> you have to get that right too I look at the whole how many people are on the you know on the card and you look at the timings you know mm. even the pre-show Kalisto defeating Ryback and you know all that stuff and then some total teams. all the matches like a lot of the matches are under 10 minutes yeah. so how has it become 7 hours I, I, how have they done this I, I tell you what the worst thing they do as well is uh, should we do WrestleMania 32? Should we do WrestleMania 32? It looks like what we're doing. Hello to the main feed. We do have a patron where we'll be less annoyed about it, to be quite frank. Yeah. We're doing Halloween Havoc 91. Yes, which which oddly, I mean, I I, I watched it after I'd watched this. Yes, yeah, And, and let here. me tell you, I started watching this at 10 o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. and just through the sort of the, going to get a cup of tea mm. or having a wee or sitting down having some lunch. Yeah. I didn't finish this until 10 to 8 at night, right? <laughs> and it wasn't like I did anything else. I stayed no. in my dressing gown all day watching this, right? Like an unemployed man, oh. which we are. We do a wrestling podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're unemployed men. At 8 p.m., I'm like, I've got to watch fucking Halloween Havoc now. <laughs> I'd say by 10 past 8, I was going, I'm quite enjoying this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back on top. Back yeah. on top. Honestly, it was such a great kind of finisher to what was, I mean, just unspeakable. 
unspeakable. Uh, uh, the last fraff. I was going to say the last bit. It's not a bit. It's not the a last. Bit. The last. I would say two, two hours, hours yes. of this show <laughs> is absolutely inexcusable. It's indefensible. It's uh, uh, n- there's nothing bad on this show, but this is a bad show. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, it's 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 weaker than the sum of all of its parts and all of the other parts in the whole of wrestling. Mm, I, I'll tell you. You mentioned like short matches, like Ryback versus Callisto. Mm. Having watched that. That is one of the, my favourite matches in it. And it was slightly because it didn't go for 25 minutes. Yeah. It didn't just drag. There wasn't another mm. one that went for 25 minutes after it. Yeah. It was a funny little match where Ryback threw around a little man, did a great bit where he lifted him above his head and then walked up the ring steps with him. Oh, really enjoyable. Lovely. But it, that was about, I don't know, seven minutes long. Mm. And I watched that and didn't go, oh, that was a bit quick. Yeah. I went, that was a decent time for a match I don't care about. Yes. There are a lot of matches I don't care about on here. <laughs> They're half an hour. For a lot longer. The, Absolutely. Awful. And then you went and finished the um, Patreon newsletter as well. I, I don't think that I, I wasn't doing that from Friday night, right? I was like, Friday night, I was thinking, well, I've been doing it during the month. I might, I might get it done tonight. I've been working on a TV show. All Have of you Saturday. two TV shows yep. concurrently. Yep. And he's had to watch a seven-hour wrestling show. And he's had to write what can only be described as a, a, a girthy newsletter. <laughs> I would say it's been 10 days since I had more than five hours sleep at night. <laughs> Mark. I'm feeling it, guy. I'm feeling I it. But you're not looking it. it, and that's the main thing. <laughs> um, I very much, I, I have to give a plug to the Patreon newsletter because it's so fucking good. It's out now. Uh, check it out, patreon.com forward slash wrestle me. It is so bloody uh, you, good. You did, you did sort of do a nice tweet about my <laughs> fictional conversation with the ghost of Big Daddy. Explaining a podcast and what a podcast <laughs> is and what mobile phones are to Big Daddy yeah. uh, made me laugh more. And, 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 and again, I've not had time because of this and the, and the ensuing Patreon shows. I've not had time to read the rest of the newsletter. I've only just got up to the point where you've just told Big Daddy about that, podcasts. That is the best bit. <laughs> <laughs> because... We've talked about Big Daddy a bit yeah. and his relationship with Jimmy Savile, weirdly. Mm. But Big Daddy, it makes me laugh that Big Daddy, it, no, nobody really talks about what a stupid fucking name he has. Yeah. He well, has a really silly name, doesn't it, he? It is a silly name, but it's also, it's the the sort of um, uh, lead sort of bad guy, if you like, in Tennessee Williams Streetcar uh, Called Desire. That's right, yes. The, Big, Daddy. Big Daddy. Big and I think Daddy. It's, it's that sort of dated reference that in, in like, <laughs> I think he was, I think he first became Big Daddy in around 76. Sort of three, okay, seventy-four, right. and so at that time it wasn't as far away in the past. So people <laughs> yeah. might have gone, "Oh, Big Daddy, like the sexy big guy from that Tennessee <laughs> Williams play." I shouldn't think there are a lot of wrestling fans at the time thinking <laughs> that. Oh, he's a big daddy. That's what they'd be thinking. And uh, I mean, he is. And he's facing off against Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. <laughs> the Cat Weasel, Cat Weasel, Cat and Weasel. Big Daddy did team up, and I wonder if ever anyone sort of came up to them afterwards and just went, "I see what you did there, and Big Daddy." Daddy went, oh, keep your literary illusions to yourself. <laughs> um, I, I, I am a, a huge Big Daddy fan, only mm. because, as I explained in, in the newsletter... He was I, bad at his job. I, he is bad at his job, but, <laughs> but I, I, I met him, mm. and he was really super nice, and he mm. was really super lovely. Um, and, uh, I mean, he doesn't deserve having a fictionalised <laughs> version of a conversation with me and his ghost. No, he didn't deserve that. But, but he's, he's so interesting. And what, there's a big, <laughs> bit of controversy about him right at the moment, because the mm. Wrestling Observer are building up for their uh, Hall of Fame. Right. And the Hall of Fame in the Wrestling Observer, which is a, an American newsletter, is the only Wrestling Hall of Fame that counts, really. Yeah. You've got the Cauliflower Alley Hall of, F- Hall of Fame, which is a, a physical sort of a thing that all the wrestlers go to a big sort of dinner for. Mm. But the Wrestling Observer is really the one that the experts and the, and the, the, the wrestlers themselves vote on. And uh, there is no one in the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame who doesn't deserve to be there. Mm. Chris Benoit is in it. 
And yeah. they even uh, when when the the crimes against him became clear, they had a vote like like a proper Hall of Fame mm. would to say should he be removed. Right. Um. And you had to pass a sixty percent threshold that people said yes, he should be removed, as they do, I think, in the you know the NFL Hall of Fame. Right. Uh, okay. And he wasn't removed, but he is. He does have an asterisk against his so name. Real he does shit. say due to his crimes, there was a vote. But it was decided, you know, it was voted to keep him in. Now, <laughs> Surely that absolutely monks off the whole Hall of Fame, though. They're going, we did have a vote, and it turns out we're dreadful. Well, like, yeah. We can't, but, but, we can't separate the man from his heart. I mean, what they're doing is they're going, this is a real Hall of Fame. We deal with this in the way that a business would deal with <laughs> mm. it by asking wrestling fans what should happen. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the big controversy at the minute is Big Daddy going in. Right. And in America, of course, Big Daddy has no, no profile right. whatsoever. And they, yeah. they just, you know, if you saw a video of his matches, you would go, this guy is, I mean, this this guy not only shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, every trace of this man should be destroyed. Big Daddy was was not a, he was not a good wrestler. Right. He was a good, he was a good performer. He, mm. he was, he was unbelievably popular and he was such a big cultural icon in Britain. Yeah. Do you remember him? Because you're a little bit younger yeah, than Yeah, no, I. no, I do remember the idea. Yeah, Big Daddy was very much, he would do adverts and stuff. I, I seem yeah. to recall, but it was like, I didn't really know what he was. Like no. a, a giant, here's is weirdly connected more yeah. With me. Yeah. yeah. I think I think, you know, Haystacks had I don't know, but Big Daddy was a sort of difficult one. He was like the honey monster, essentially. <laughs> yes. He just didn't really know what he was. I liked Big Daddy, but I didn't like wrestling, which I think right. is sort of tells you how big he was in the culture. <laughs> and he, you know, he was on This Is Your Life. Mm. Uh, you you could walk down the street and you could say to anyone, Big Daddy, and they would yeah. go, What the wrestler? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's a thing that doesn't translate. So there's a certain Not contingent. Well read the British. <laughs> <laughs> there's Big a Daddy. contingent of 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 people who who uh, are from Britain who say of course, Big Daddy deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Mm. But everyone else from around the world and some British people are like, well, no, of course he shouldn't be because it's a wrestling Hall of Fame and he was a bad wrestler. <laughs> he is a bad wrestler, but he was also a good pro wrestler. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if, I mean, with a great respect, I mean, yeah, if Chris Benoit's in there, yeah. good wrestler, but... <laughs> yeah, issues. Mm, issues. Maybe they should have an asterisk against Big Daddy's name yeah. that says he, God, was, he was voted bad. in, but he was so Terrible. shit at this. dog shit. Um, he, he's, he's a sort of magic <laughs> character. I, I find mm. him I find him um, unknowable and strange. <laughs> and I, I did read an autobiography, uh, not an autobiography, a biography of him mm. that came out a few years ago, and you really learn nothing about him. No. His motivation. I think <laughs> he was, got into it. He was a great big sort of Daddy. teddy bear of a man. Yeah. Uh, his, his brother, Max Crabtree, did run joint promotions, the biggest sort of... Um, uh, British wrestling uh, conglomeration of sort of territories. Yeah. Um, and he that was partly the reason why Big Daddy was pushed so hard was mm. because Max knew he could rely on his own brother not to do him over, you know, not to jump ship, not right. to you know, okay. not turn up. Um, and th- the problem with that is the nepotism kept him at the top yeah. and no one else came through. No. So slightly in a way, you could say he destroyed the British <laughs> wrestling industry. <laughs> There's lots of things. But yeah, look, Big Daddy, the best. I talk about him in the newsletter uh, about when I met him. And uh, that's from the heart. And, mm. then, and then I meet his ghost. And that is that <laughs> is very much podcast, something yeah. I enjoyed writing. It was very much enjoyed <laughs> by me and I will continue to be enjoyed by me because I, I have uh, taken to taking the wrestling, uh, your wrestling uh, pitch and Pat Patterson uh, wrestling newsletter and uh, put it on my iPad and read it in the bath. So yeah. if I get electrocuted, a very small degree. Yeah. <laughs> there is a picture in there that I put in. Uh, it's quite about two thirds <laughs> of the way through and it is pretty much just there to make you laugh. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, and, I, and I know you'll love it. Good. I very um, much enjoyed also The Rock doing a uh, move on the COVID virus. Well. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was a good picture. I, uh, Twitter is amazing. These things come up and something like that picture, which is Rock mm. uh, giving the smackdown to the, to the COVID-19 yes. virus in the form of a wrestler. <laughs> 
I mean, it's really well drawn. Mm. But something like that, for, for like a day, it was all over my feed. Couldn't, yeah. couldn't move without it. Yeah. It's difficult to find now. You just sort of, these things just go. Yeah, well, it, it's, it, I think, I mean, it, was it from like a book or something? Because like a lot of, um, there was a COVID-19 kind of sexy novel, like a sexy romantic novel. Because uh-huh. people just write this this trash uh, and they release them as e-books, and they, and they, but they have releases on Amazon. So you can actually yeah. download them on, on, on your Kindle um, for like 99 pence or something. And it's just trash. And they've, all they've done is copy they've got a sexy novel and they've just control F and replaced <laughs> every reference to you know yeah. Farquhar to, yeah. to COVID or v- v- Viola yeah. and yes, it exactly. becomes yeah. Triceratops exactly yeah. so all that shit and, and then somebody makes some fucking unspeakable um, kind of looks like a kind of meme uh, cover. cover cover to it mm-hmm. and obviously that, that that gets some cheap heat and they they, they they make 50 quid out of it yeah. well done yeah. that's a night's work good <laughs> um, so, so, so it was very much it looked like that it looked like an erotic it of, did. Mm. It did. I th- I, there is something that I was thinking about this. Sometimes mm. when I sort of, I'll jot a story down and I, I forget to like save the image. And when I try and go back to it, it's gone. It doesn't and I just, I, there's no, I, I sort of go, how do I even I begin to find this? Yeah, and keywords especially, it's really hard. Especially because rest isn't frequently named after other stuff as uh, well. Uh, yeah, and like, and like <laughs> that image, the second that Rock actually got COVID, right. that image that is image. way down somewhere. <laughs> even, if it, it, even if it isn't called like S4782.jpg. <laughs> because it's a news story. Um, that is trying to take it seriously because the rock isn't very well. Yeah, you can't find it again because they're never going to use it. No, they, of course because, not. Well, uh, to be honest, he he got a, 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 a smackdown from the COVID he virus, did. so the the picture would have to be flipped over. Yeah, he did. It would yeah. have to be. It was. Uh, I mean, you know, look, like all wrestling things, a story doesn't tell the whole picture of the match. <laughs> you know, it's uh, the. Um, I was thinking about this the other day, but I was thinking there's going to be a whole generation of people who are continually doing what. Do you remember when people used to sort of go? Do you remember there was a TV show, slightly pre-internet? Do you mm. Remember there was a TV show and it had like there was a like Bob a, a, Mills. A, 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 yeah, like <laughs> in a, bed like with a, me a dinner. Funfair and the kids had to get to the top of the fun fair. Right. Everyone would go, oh, I sort of half remember that. Yeah. I think this generation could be doing it like every like three six days. Six hours. Yeah. What was Pizza Rat? Yeah. Who was the block who sang chocolate ring? Uh, who was the guy giving the elbow drop to the COVID that it was blue? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I do feel for people and I also yeah. feel for me. Yes, because you have to write newsletters. <laughs> that is But true. do check it out. Patreon.com forward slash wrestle me. It's very good and the extra shows on Halloween Havoc will be better than this one because we are less angry. <laughs> yeah, this is WrestleMania 32, uh, the 3rd of April 2016. Mm. Uh, that panicked me when I saw it. I thought, gosh, we're, we're, we are really running out of there's these. adverts for 4G in here I'm like oh, <laughs> oh, where they? they've baked them into the WWE network they've, they've kept the adverts and I'm like that's an advert for 4G yeah this I mean it's gonna be 5G soon isn't it We're, oh no they are catching us yeah. up somehow in yep, the yep, past yep, 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 yep. Um, but this was AT&T Stadium uh, in Texas mm. um, it was the largest Wrestlemania attendance in history with 101,763 uh, 101, fans oh. what do we know about, about WWE declared. attendances at WrestleMania. They are frequently incorrect <laughs> as I open, right. a, open a non-beer. That was almost like the end of a Coke advert. <laughs> that was, that was the outline. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean uh, the problem that WWE did with this WrestleMania is they really, really, really pushed the fact <laughs> in court you've now. poured it down yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they they, they, nice they show really, on. really promoted the fact that they were going to have a six-figure uh, attendance, right? And they okay, started yeah, doing yeah. that on television. There, there's a slight—I think it's quite an American thing as well—to kind of go. 
If I say it, it will happen. Yes, this, if you build this, it, it will come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, what they never think of is they think, but how will how I look? Many, how many school children if this doesn't do work? I have to invite? <laughs> well, what happens is, is <laughs> Dave Meltzer from the Wrestling Observer says uh, the Bullshit. figure of 101,000. is. He said it was actually 93,730. And Still like, good. Like Still they did good. at SummerSlam 92 when they inflated the the attendance mm. but they'd also overinflated WrestleMania 3 mm. so SummerSlam 92 was the biggest crowd of all time yeah. but they couldn't say it because they'd lied they'd about lied WrestleMania about 3 time, yes it wasn't a man and this one is the legitimate biggest mm. attended WWE event of all time and the quarter is still a lie <laughs> yep and and they still had to lie about it so they, they had to blow up a few the, the, the front uh, gates the front gates of a few super prisons in the area <laughs> yeah. uh, so they would all, all the criminals would flood in watch some Wrestlemania well, Vince McMahon six months later did an investors call and he said um, well, yeah, no, I understand that other figures are going around. He said, but my 101763 people yeah. in attendance, he said, I actually factored in the ushers, the ticket takers, and anyone else in the building, which also included WWE personnel. Uh, and then that's Dave not Meltzer, how tickets work. No, You're right. losing money if the, if 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 you're counting them as people like at a football match. Stewards are costing the club money. Yeah, they exactly. can't work. They and, can't factor and in you, that. And you cannot say that an, uh, someone who is standing in security at the toilets, who is employed by the venue, yeah. is a WWE fan. No, you, you'd be like, oh, you're, I see. Not you're... after fucking looking after them for the whole day, <laughs> yeah. for seven hours. I see, I see. You're a fan of WWE, Taylor Swift, Little Mix. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just here, mate. I'm just here. <laughs> just here. Even, I like popcorn. Even better than that. Dave Meltzer then came back and said, no, 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 no. He said, even if you factor all those <laughs> yes. people in, he said, then the figure is 97,769. That does mean there's about three and a half thousand people who are, who are ushers oh, and yeah, crew yeah, and yeah, stuff like that. Lots yeah, of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Meltzer is still like, no, it's still no, not it's the still number not, you've given. You don't have 7,000 people working a venue. That's mental. <laughs> now, the other thing about this one, Pete, I don't know if you noticed this. Mm. This WrestleMania uh, was the actual... Uh, WrestleMania on itself is five fucking hours long, right? <laughs> and that is just insane. Unspeakable. With the pre-show, you get seven hours. Now, mm. I did watch the pre-show. I know you haven't seen it. But there's a couple of sort of interesting bits. The Ryback match with Callisto, which mm. Callisto won's Classic sort of big match, small man. Uh, big man, small man match. Um, there is there is very very few people in the stadium right. for it, and it slightly fills as the match goes on. But there were massive problems with getting people into the building. They'd had an electronic fault, which meant the doors opened. I think only forty minutes before bell time. Right, and then they hadn't told people that they couldn't like go into sort of areas. They had to be A, B, or C, and if they were queuing in B, they wouldn't then put them through to A. They go, no, you have to go round again. So there's right. no one in the in the arena when sort of Ryback really first comes out. It's about sort of an eighth full. And it really quickly becomes sort of half full. Right. There were reports that a lot of fans tried to force their way in <laughs> through the doors and they had lots of um, uh, difficulty with security. There was lots of tackling. Two hours from the end, on. they found out who's going to be headlining. Go, get out. Force them away out. <laughs> You've got to go out through your, let me out. <laughs> I don't want to look at Triple H. Uh, there is a referee in this match who is, who is just completely completely teak which is amazing he's got much too much of a tan yes but it's exactly the same colour as his hair nice and it like just it's... suddenly goes into he looks like Groot it's amazing <laughs> really really pleasing uh, this match is only short I think it's about seven minutes long mm. they still go to a commercial break in the middle of it um, in the build up to it I'd sat through 50 minutes of Booker T talking about the women's revolution <laughs> as soon as we get to a match they're like banging uh, a commercial no. um, it, but it is actually a really decent little match I, I, I would recommend you know uh, having a, a look at that little match I fancy it now I, yeah. I, I feel like I'm part of the audience now because I didn't actually watch this because yeah. it wasn't on the, it's a really uh, on the nice. Show. they're a really nice end where um, Ryback is trying to like drag Callisto uh, 
uh, out of the turnbuckle and, mm. and he's on the second turnbuckle and he just wrenches the, the turnbuckle pad off mm. and uh, within moments of course he's been um, drop kicked into it and uh, uh, Callisto does his finishing move and gets the pin it's a really really sort of simple nice it felt quite traditional yeah. uh, as a match and I really liked it for that reason <laughs> I was like oh that, that is good I was like this is going to be a great Wrestlemania <laughs> <laughs> then they have a, a 10 women tag match yes um, now, this was a uh, Total Divas uh, team of uh, Brie Bella, Paige, Alicia Fox, Natalia, and Eva Marie, mm. uh, who is simply the worst wrestler of all time, versus <laughs> Team Bad and Blonde, who are Anna, Summer, uh, Summer Rae, Tamina, Naomi, and Emma. And I only mention this because this match became the longest, uh, the first women's match to ever break the 10-minute mark right. at a WrestleMania. Okay. 10 minutes. Jeez. Never had a 10-minute long Amazing. women's match at WrestleMania. Um, it does not have that record for very much longer because obviously in the main uh, part of the card, you have Charlotte, uh, Sasha Banks, and Becky Lynch mm. going much longer. Um, at this point, um, uh, Nikki Bella is out with a neck injury, and she comes in at the end of the match to sort of celebrate at the end. Mm. And she's still wearing her little bikini sort of outfit, <laughs> but she's got a big neck, neck brace on her. It's going weird kink. That's a fetish. It really That's is. That's a dark it's, fetish. Yeah, latex bikini with a big, like, <laughs> plastic... Almost like the one you'd see on a Labrador, like a big <laughs> collar. Really, really good. Um, Lita, uh, who you do see in the main event, uh, in the main card, they actually mm. sort of put her back on. She unveils the, the WWE Women's Championship. Right. There's a really sort of polite round of applause, mm. but it's that sort of applause you get when you're sort of going, I don't know, like like when like a relative has, has sort of gone, maybe I need to change the way I think about black people. And you go, <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. And it's slightly like that with this. Late, yeah. They're boasting about, you know, it's the first WWE Women's Championship. Mm. Uh, at the well, time, people Sorry, what were... was the Divas shit before? Because well, I'm fairly certain I won a few times. You know, yeah. if, you're a, if you're a female wrestler, who were a wrestler in, in, in that even like, that's annoying. No, no, your thing was your just thing was just stupid. Shit. It's like just... unicorns and fucking glitter. <laughs> that's what like, it was. It was Crayola fun pen. Yeah. There was actually a WWF women's uh, title right. that had, had been superseded by the Divas belt. Mm. But they, because of the change of the E... They were able to go. This is the first one. Oh, okay. I would have said we're going to re- re- bring it Reintroduce, back because yeah. then it makes it look like this. You haven't waited till two thousand and five to go. We've got a women's <laughs> belt. <laughs> Just nuts. <laughs> Absolutely nuts. Um, and then there's a quick little match with Dudley Boys uh, and the Usos. Mm. Uh, I really like um, WrestleMania to bring back people from previous generations. Mm. I think it's a, a nice little treat for the, the fans. Mm. I think it's nice for those guys to be seen on the big stage. It's a nostalgia pop is always really good. Um, they're good in this, the Dudleys. I would not have guessed they were still in WWE at this point. I know they only had a short <laughs> yeah. run, uh, but they are pretty good. Uh, Baba, Baba Dudley does a slam on one of the Usos, and it he really, really fucking. <laughs> It looks. I've never seen a slam actually look like it works. Yeah, I think there's about eight in history, and that's one of them. Just in the middle of this little match, that you go, God, that must. Re-. Actually, thinking about it, it's horrible. You pick someone up and you just like, like now you're on Do your back. Like, oh, oh. That's, that's, yeah, I wouldn't like that done to me. No, not at I'm all. I'm just gonna stop watching this. Not at all. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Join me, Melissa Reddy, and listen to my brand-new podcast, Between the Lines. I'll be speaking to the biggest names in football about the captivating, behind-the-scenes stories fans want to hear. From major talking points to untold anecdotes, you'll hear from some of football's leading stars as well as those working in the shadows. In our first episode, I spoke to former Spurs manager Maurizio Pochettino about that Amazon documentary. We feel responsible because it was uh, very difficult to say yes to open the door to Amazon. Only we watched with Jesus the 25 minutes first because it was until we uh, left the club. And on our latest episode, I investigate how prevalent and damaging social media abuse is in football. And I was like taking all this negativity onto myself and I did. I kind of lost myself and my personality because I knew everything that was going on around it. And it's not until I actually got to a stage where I thought, I can't take this anymore. It is becoming too much for me that I spoke out about it. Craving football insight? Well, look no further. Listen to Between the Lines with me, Melissa Reddy, via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts. This was a Stakhanov production. So I'd watched that and I was like, well, this is going to oh, be this fun. This is going to be okay, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone, everyone yeah. Is, knows what to do wrong. <laughs> because what, what we're entering here, Pete, is what I like to call the era of chaos. Yes. Okay? And this WrestleMania is the absolute sort of first time you suddenly realize that the WWE <laughs> is slightly out of control. <laughs> and what's beginning to happen is we're, we're, we've got this, this thing where matches are changing. No one's being told what's going on. Mm. People are being thrown together. Yeah. Um, there are no sort of build 
during mm. the months beforehand. Yeah. We're losing direction. There are mental decisions as to who wins and who loses mm. in these, which don't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. And you've also got a bit of bad luck for WWE. So every single person who won a belt at the previous WrestleMania mm. is injured and can't be on this card. Yeah. So this is the first time that Randy Orton and John Cena haven't been on WrestleMania since WrestleMania 19. Right. They're both out injured. Bray Wyatt is injured. Uh, Neville, Cesaro, uh, Luke Harper, Daniel Bryan, who has retired mm. uh, with his injuries, and Seth Rollins. Yeah. So they've lost this huge amount of Trunk, star yeah, power. Yeah. It does show you how many big stars they had. But at the same time, all the plans have gone out the window. And so they're trying to work out what to do. Now, the card that they, that they wanted to do is very different from the card they ended up with. Uh, originally from last year, they were planning for Triple H versus The Rock. And that that did not happen, obviously. Mm. There was also talk that this year would have been Lesnar versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right. So Austin had been talking about coming back. He'd mentioned it on his podcast. They'd had Paul Heyman as a guest. He began uh, promoting the match. Mm. They felt the WWE, and it's all very cagey as to what happened here, but it, it seemed to be suggested that the WWE were really annoyed that Austin had over-egged this and everyone was talking about this match when they hadn't got it together at that right, point. Right, okay. And yeah, so yeah. There, was a, a, there has been rumour that what they did was they said to Austin, the match is off because you've been unprofessional. I don't think that would happen for a fucking second because I think no, there was money go, to be yeah, made. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the other match that was that was planned for this was John Cena versus Hulk Hogan. Right. And Hogan himself, <laughs> of course. That makes me giggle. <laughs> of course. Uh, he, his his uh, terrible racist language mm. uh, that was recorded in a sex tape from a few years ago, uh, it, it came out while the trial was going on right. that he'd used terrible racial epithets. And so WWE were like, well, we're not going to use him. And then John for Cena gets injured anyway. <laughs> for, a, for a year yeah. or two. And Dean Ambrose would have been taking on Chris Jericho. So there's all these sorts of ideas that are in place mm. and everything just goes just to, to shit. shit. Right. Absolutely to shit. Um, there were also problems with <laughs> once they basically got the card together. Mm. Um, Vince McMahon wanted the main event to be Undertaker versus Shane McMahon in the Hell, Hell in the Cell. Yeah. Uh, Triple H, the only other man really with sort of booking sway, mm. he was very keen for there to be another match uh, that was the main event, which was his match. And uh, and and they've learned nothing because this has happened so many times. This has happened so many times. Yeah. It's an unlovable. I've I've has he ever been in a main event that I've anyone's enjoyed? I, I can't remember one. WrestleMania really? twenty, the triple right. threat between uh, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and yeah. uh, that is okay. A, yeah, yeah, a banger. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's really really good. But then again, you're looking at that. That is twelve years ago. Yes, and he's not the focus of that. Well, he's not necessarily the focus in this. In that he shouldn't be the focus. Just... The really annoying thing about this, of course, is Roman Reigns at this point is so unpopular with the sort of mm. hardcore people who go and see WrestleMania that he's they are actually cheering for Triple H to win. And I'm sure Triple H must have gone, still got it for another still 10 years. Still got it, mate. Still oh, got it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, there was also an attempt because this was Vince McMahon's 70th birthday. They wanted to bring back a load of legends. Um, and they, they sort of failed at that. Right. <laughs> the idea was they were going to pay tribute to him. The, the opening credits on this are fucking brilliant. I, oh. really good. Um, Voiced by Kelsey Grammer. Right. It's so... Because there's like... It's like a, a video. There's a, there's a clip of Liberace in a beautiful velour tracksuit, which everyone yep. enjoyed. And then we don't find out for another twenty minutes that it was voiced by Kelsey Grammer because no. they forget to tell you. They do, and they announce, "Oh yeah, by the way, you know that opening video package? This is like a match in. Yeah, that was voiced by Kelsey Grammer from Frasier. Think how much they paid him to do <laughs> no! it. No, and you you watched well, it. Probably, less than you. <laughs> probably about the same amount when he got, got for money playing <laughs> with Edge. <laughs> <laughs> I was very close to going back and I was thinking if I go back mm. is it not going to be Kelsey Grammer is this just a cheap way of sort of like pretending and just thinking no one will go back no one will go back 
Good check. <laughs> well, welcome to WrestleMania. <laughs> is, that, is that Kelsey Grammer? It's Chinese. <laughs> um, they also open up with uh, America the Beautiful by mm. a, a group called Fifth Harmony. Fifth Harmony with Camille Cabello, who uh, also said some racist things. Did she? She, uh, I think we have spoken about, weirdly spoken about her on the, well, I think we've spoken about the sins of uh, you do, something you do when you're younger. Mm. Um, she, as a 16, 17 year old, um, very obsessed with some quite racist stuff on a Tumblr. Really? Very, a very millennial uh, way to discredit your, 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 <laughs> yourself. Uh, I believe she's married or goes out with a Jonas brother, but she was very... Um, Got, yeah, goodness, okay. she, was, she was strong. Was she? She was strong on the old uh, Look, the old it's nice. It's jokes. nice for a young lady to have a hobby. <laughs> it's nice. Tumblr and right. racism. Yeah, but yeah, no, interesting. Fifth, uh, Fifth Harmony were like the American Little Mix. Uh, except yeah, they, they American came... Girls are loud, but a little bit later, I'd say, maybe. Yeah. yeah. They came third in uh, American Idol Series 2. Gotta go to work, 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 work. I think that's our song. Is it? Yeah, they... Let your buddy go to work, work, work. That's all I've got. They did not sing this well. It's a, no. it's a really poor no, performance. It's a bit of a mess. I yeah, yeah, I didn't like that at mess. all. Yeah. Very annoyed. Well, but during a man does hold during it, the performance, a man does hold up a flag no bigger than a dinner plate, which I very much enjoyed. <laughs> like too too big to be a pocket square. Yeah. Too small to be an actual flag. I don't know what nice. it's doing. It's so small. Nice. So small. I did see as well. There was someone. Uh, in, it's certainly in the pre-show. You saw it a lot, and I think you see it in the main card. Someone holds up an ICW sign, which is a Scottish uh, promotion. Right. Independent. Um, since basically their back catalogue has been bought by WWE, you can mm. see it on the network. And I thought, I bet, I bet that felt like a rebellious act at the time <laughs> to go ICW, and you're like, yeah, mate, what? Don't you worry, everyone You'll sells get yours, out. Yeah, yeah, every man's got his price. Yeah. You might as well hold up a little sign that says WWE <laughs> Network. <laughs> 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 Delightful. <laughs> but I did. I'm watching that, watching that that opening uh, opening credit sequence. I was like, I think that is the best opening credit sequence they've ever had at WrestleMania. Yeah. It was really sort of, because mm. I think it was Vince McMahon's 70th birthday, they were looking back on everything mm. and they were, I just, it's just a really good one. I began thinking, God, it'd be a really sort of interesting thing to go. Can you put together the dream WrestleMania card of all of the best matches you've seen, but no duplication of stars. So if you had like Shawn Michaels Undertaker, yeah. you couldn't then have Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon ladder match. Right. I was like, how can you, you know, you'd have to do Austin Bret Hart. Yeah. Somebody, uh, surely somebody must have like thought this, you know, thought this out before and gamed out the whole of it, WrestleMania. If Which, have, I mean, it, it it's is, down to us really. It is, it? it is basically my idea and they shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> ICW. Yeah, I was thinking it's exactly the sort of thing that if I was a tape trader, yeah, I would want to I do as do. a three-hour well, like, tape. Edit it together, yeah. yeah. And I know mm. slightly it's like the best of WrestleMania, but you would watch it and you would go, "That is banging, absolutely banging." <laughs> I was thinking, I don't think there'd even be a Hulk Hogan match on there. No, probably not. Well, if, if you only had like space for ten matches, yeah, might be a dark match. Maybe. Yeah, Andre versus Hogan, Hogan dark yeah. match. That's, uh, I was I was trying to think whether Andre had had any better matches than that, and I was a bit like, why am I even bothering to bothering? think of that? Of course, of course, Andre's matches are all poor, <laughs> poor Andre. Um, big Daddy in this <laughs> uh, match number one. Mm. Uh, it's a ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. It's uh, take a deep breath. Dolph Ziggler, Miz, Sami Zayn, Stardust, Sin Cara. Zack Ryder and Kevin Owens. Mm. Lot of people there. Lot of people there. Sami Zayn with his excellent theme tune. Yeah. Oh, it just gets better every time I hear that. This takes place two nights after he had that Nakamura match. Right. And slightly, there's the thing of, of both uh, Kevin Owens, who is the title holder, and Sami Zayn, both big in NXT. They're both now permanently in WWE. Mm. They are the two that the crowd are most excited by. <laughs> yep. They are the two who are the freshest. Yep. 
One's the champion. They've had a storied career outside of WWE feuding against each other, which mm. they've acknowledged in NXT. Yeah. Best friends, you know, former enemies. This is obviously Sami Zayn's moment because after the Nakamura match, everyone in that place... It's talking about Sami Zayn. Yeah everyone, yeah. everyone who went to NXT TakeOver is now at WrestleMania. Mm. That's the way, you know, the, the fans have worked. They're not yeah. going to do one and not the other. Yeah. So they are all there and they know full well that this night is Sami Zayn's night because what is a better night to put him over than after that unbelievable performance? You can suddenly make a star. You can suddenly make a star. It could not be easier, Pete. It could not be easier. But what are we, Pete? We're in no. the age of chaos. We're in the age of chaos. Go, no, that's what people want us to do. Yeah. And also expect us to do. And also, well, would like don't, us to and do. would like and, us to do. And, you and, know, would, and would work. Would, would work. It would make us money. But no. no. Put the Miz in a golden tabard <laughs> and see him flail about for a bit. Miz is amazing in this match. There are two <laughs> things that are great about him. One is that he comes out every time he, he's in the ring doing that thing. It's like you do in these ladder matches mm. where it's only ever two people in the ring and then one gets put, rolls out and the other mm. one comes in. Whenever Miz is in there, that... <laughs> That stadium is just quiet. <laughs> it, it's just, they are just like, meh. No, no, I have no reaction have to this. Nothing, nothing I have at all. Nothing. And WWE saw that and they went, interesting. <laughs> File that one away. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's one bit where Miz comes off the ladder and he's basically, they put the ladder together. So it's, yeah. his legs aren't apart and he's mm. being held on either side by, by two wrestlers. <laughs> and Miz has climbed it like you would like a ladder that was straight up to a loft hatch. Yes. Right? And he's <laughs> trying to get the, uh, the belt. He's really doing it. Yeah, yeah. 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 And the ladder, they push over. And I don't know what it is, but Miz obviously, because he, I don't know, it must be unusual. It must must be different going off a ladder that is open compared to a ladder that isn't. Yeah. But when Miz hits the floor, it's not like a nasty bump or anything. He lands there. He sort of doesn't move. And he hits with such a thud. Yeah, he doesn't bounce. No. <laughs> it's, it's like if you had a, a corpse mm. and you wrapped it in a blanket really tightly and then you just pushed it out of a third story window. And you just The noise it would make when it sort of landed flat. It would, like that, yeah. And he just, he's just still. Yeah. Like, oh, that looked that shit. <laughs> but it looked like it really, really hurt. Really hurt. Really knocked the wind out of it. <laughs> but of course, I mean, the whole kind of match ends with Miz being at top of the ladder and boasting, mm. like looking really pleased that he's on top of the ladder. Yeah. But you know what happens? They're not going to give Miz it. No, but it's they're just, trolling. They're going. They're what's they're the going, thing what's that, the thing that these people wouldn't want to happen? Mm. They wouldn't want this particular one of our superstar to win it because they hate him. Yes. So it's really important that we make it look he's going to win, <laughs> and and they're hoping for a reaction. But the reaction they just get is sort of like, Ugh. you know, <laughs> it's like, you don't want to engender <laughs> that reaction. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Oh, I, I, I um um. So a Stardust is here, and. I keep on expecting him to have left by now. Uh, he's just always he's just he's back, and I'm like, why? Why is he still? Doing this, this is two years later than I thought he'd gone. <laughs> no, you said and, and, and gone. He, he comes back, and I'm just like, is he still, still here? here? <laughs> he comes out. He brings out his uh, Dusty Rhodes yeah, tribute. Spotty, spotty ladder, polka dotted ladder. Yeah, I, I like that. Obviously, it's a tribute to Dusty, mm. which is Who died uh, the year before. I yeah, think, yeah, that's right. And I, I liked it because I thought. I thought it's almost like, you know, Cody has been through his father's probate and they, they've <laughs> come up the other side ladder. and he's gone He's gone round and they've gone, we've got to clear the garage. <laughs> and all of Dusty Rhodes' stuff is polka dotted. <laughs> so it's oh no, just, it's he's just, just got a... a lot of polka dots. There's no, there's none of this thing's a polka dot. He just wants a lot of polka dots. It's, it's like, well, 
how will I know that I won this in the settlement? Yeah. Like, I'll have to polka dot it. <laughs> there is that thing. I can't take all these polka dots back separately because there's two. We just stick them on the stuff that we want and, yeah. and we'll take them off later. You know, I'm going to take it to WrestleMania, see if they can make use of it. He, he's very good in this, Stardust. You begin to, mm. I, I, think, I think, you know, again, having watched a bit of this at the time, not just this WrestleMania, but the stuff around it, mm. I certainly felt like he wasn't doing anything. And you see him in these yearly snapshots. Yeah. And like at WrestleMania, you sort of go, God, he's really good. And it's amazing mm. that no one at the time really just went, actually, we should be doing something with this yeah, guy. Yeah, he's pesky. He is, the, he is spunky. Yeah, he's <laughs> a spunky, <laughs> pesky boy. Spunky. Um, uh, Kevin Owens. I, I don't really. I've not. Have I seen much of him? Like, no, I don't think you've seen any of Kevin no. Owens. Uh, long time independent wrestler, right. uh, Canadian. Um, uh, success everywhere he went. Mm. Always there was a feeling that he he would never be a WWE star. I mean, he doesn't have the physique. He doesn't no. have the look. He looks he, like he owns a few ATVs. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he yeah, like he owns a few. Of he, he's he's just got that look of. I mean, I, you know, I I I. I I definitely see plumbers and decorators around who you <laughs> would go, like you yeah. could go for Halloween as Kevin Owens and all it, all, all you'd have to do is put on a black t-shirt. Well, when Zane and Owen are on top of the ladder together, they both look like child actors who've fallen on hard times. <laughs> they both look they a bit do. chunkers. Sammy Zane has a look of Dustin Diamond from Saved by the <laughs> Bell, doesn't he? It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, Kevin Owens look a really, really good performer. One of those guys mm. who I think there was some surprise when they when they signed him to w- so it was uh, very, NXT. It, it was a very non-WWE kind of decision. It really was, was, yeah. And almost immediately they made him the NXT champion, which right. again seemed a you know complete surprise. Um, uh, by all accounts, he is uh, one of the few people that Vince McMahon really gets on with. Mm. And I think there's a funny thing. Vince McMahon, uh, I, I, he's, uh, one of the things he's proved over the years is he doesn't like people who are professional and uh, polite. <laughs> what he likes is people who give him aggro and stand up to him. Yes. And I think uh, Kevin Owens is pretty much, he stood up to him because he refused to come to work as well during the, the corona uh, virus yeah. pandemic. Okay. He said it wasn't safe and he was staying home. I think yeah. his wife's grandfather had died of COVID and yeah. he was like, I'm not coming in. It's an unsafe mm. working environment. Mm. And Vincent Mann, this is in the summer, had reached out to him and said, what, would, what, what do I need to do to get you back? And he went, well, here are the things you need to put in place. You know, we need to have temperature tests. We need to have all this. And Vincent Mann said, okay, we'll we'll do it, you know. Mm. And I think he liked the fact that Kevin Owens goes, I'm not coming to work. <laughs> There's a story about someone, and I forget who it is. It might be someone like Curtis Axel. But Vincent Mann was walking through the dressing room, and he sort of, as he was walking, just kicked uh, Curtis Axel's feet. Yeah. And Curtis Axel sort of thought, oh, gosh, you know, I'm in the way. And Vince McMahon came back and did it again. He went, kick. And Curtis Axel went, oh, I'm really sorry. And Vince just went, you're not sorry. He said, don't, <laughs> don't be sorry. He said, I've been kicking your feet. You should stand up for yourself. <laughs> so I think he likes people who are, who, are, who are difficult. And I think in some ways, Kevin Owens, who is a, a great performer, mm. I think he obviously kind of goes, oh, I didn't think I'd like him. And yet now he's being good. And in that way, in some way, he is challenging my perception. And therefore, I like him. But Kevin Owens, I mean, a huge star now. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, probably, you know, out, out of all the guys in this match in WWE, uh, the few of them who are remaining, Kevin Owens is the biggest star. Fair doing, um, and he, and he hasn't really changed his his look, persona, or, or image, which mm. is uh, you know good for him. Fair. Um, Sinkara is in here. This is the new Sinkara, the second Sinkara. Right. He can actually do stuff without hurting himself. <laughs> um, he does some some brilliant little bits in here. There's oh yeah, a, he looks amazing. Comes off a ladder and he bounces off the top rope and does a somersault onto mm. people below, and it's just that's proper WrestleMania stuff. Well, yeah, because you. you 
it's really hard to do anything on the rope. Yeah. I mean, Undertaker looks like he's been taken to a dance when he tries to walk down it. <laughs> yeah. And that was like 10 years ago. But like, yeah, doing a, doing landing on it, yeah. planting both your feet and not stacking it. My God. Yeah. Like, and, and like the pressure of something like that, because you know... you know, WrestleMania. And you've not done that many... No build, one will have yeah. performed to this many people as well. No. And the second that you're coming off that ladder and you mm. can see the rope and you go, I've got to land on that. You're, you're thinking to yourself... 101,000 people. If I, <laughs> if I just skid, this is going to be the worst thing that's ever happened to yeah. me. If I hit it, this is going to be something I think about quite a lot, you know, <laughs> during during sex. <laughs> what are you thinking of? I'm thinking, let me tell you, of the time. I slipped off the rock <laughs> and landed on the on the side of the ring. Oh, it was magic. Um, <laughs> he, he does a couple of great bits as well. They push a ladder over and Sin Cara's mm. on it and he sort of falls off into a crossbody onto Stardust, who's, yeah. who's on the ladder. And that, uh, that, looks that never doesn't happen. No. In, <laughs> no. in a ladder match. Ne- everyone's, everyone gets snapped in half at some point. Yeah. Oh, it's got to happen. Who's going to be doing it this time? There That's is me. quite a lot of lying around in these, lying <laughs> yes. around, waiting. And I think actually it works better on telly because you don't see that. Mm. But I think live you'll be like, you're just lying, around, make, lying down that ladder for ages. Make, make sure the camera's focused on that bit because I think <laughs> in a couple of minutes that's going to be quite exciting. You know? <laughs> a little bit strange. Um, there is uh, Zack Ryder in the match mm. as well. And Zack Ryder is, is a guy who's signed to WWE for a long, long, long time mm. by this stage. Uh, he came in uh, as Edge's henchman, part of the Edgeheads, way back when. And he was one of those guys who they, they just didn't see particularly anything in. Mm. And he started, I think he was one of the first WWE people really to get himself over online. Right. So he started his own YouTube channel and he proclaimed himself the internet champion. And it became a running thing. He'd do lots of filming backstage. WWE liked it enough that then they said, oh, well, we should make this an official mm. WWE thing. And he just never got the chance and opportunity, really, to go as far as he wanted. One of the things about Zack Ryder is he's a huge, huge wrestling fan. Mm. So he collects figures right. and he loves merchandise and stuff like that. And I think internally there must be a slight look of them going, he's mark. a mark. You're, <laughs> mark. you're a big mark. mark. But Ryder <laughs> is, um, he, what, what, what you notice in this is he had a, uh, he's from New Jersey or Long Island, one of those places. I'm not sure if there's a difference, is there? Well, it's again, Long Island. New Jersey. New Jersey, Long Island. I don't know, like, where's the Hamptons? The Hamptons. The Hamptons bottom right, innit? Yeah. As, as the map, as yeah. the cartographers say, yeah. bottom right, <laughs> bottom right, mate. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, if I think it's it's definitely on a, uh, Long Island is definitely a little island, a little and island, it's right next to New York, right. So it's it's, but I don't know is where it one of the five boroughs. I don't understand. I know. Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but I don't no. know if it's part. Is it part of Jersey? I don't know. I don't look. It doesn't. You look it up. Doesn't matter. Look it up. You Why you, you come look. to this podcast to find out where things are? <laughs> <laughs> and if you do, tough fucking luck. <laughs> um, but he he, uh, <laughs> he he sort of had this bro thing going on, right? Uh, when uh, again, WWE always, always lags behind popular culture. Mm. And by the time he was doing broski, mm. um, that already seemed like something quite dated, awful right? and yeah. rotten. Mm. Um, and he uh, had a catchphrase where he'd go, "Woo woo woo." Yeah, <laughs> right? it's it's not. I, the more I hear it, the less I like. Oh, I know. It's, it's, it's ruined. It's not great. Yeah, um, oh, it's horrible. The other thing is, of course, is when the fans, when he does stuff, the fans are going, woo, woo, woo. But when a lot of people do it, it sounds like booing. Yes. Right? Don't ever give yourself a, a, a catchphrase. sounds like booing. Yeah. That right. is, I mean, you'd be woo, like, woo, oh, woo. oh, I did really well. Listen to them all. And they're like, mate, they're booing you. What is it? I mean, what is woo, woo, woo? It's, it's woo, woo, woo. Woo, woo, woo. 
It sounds like a ringtone. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. I mean, between you and me, Pete, I've always, I've always found him a very annoying character. <laughs> but he is very popular and respected, so I have to... Yeah, this is... Woo, this woo, is, woo. <laughs> woo. It's a bit like... If you, a current WWE star who... The, the only person who would possibly listen to this podcast is him. Yeah, woo, woo, woo. Really, I, was, I think it's really good. Uh, but the, uh, it is like having a catchphrase that if, you, if it sounds like something negative, it would be mm. like... Like having, um, you know, you're it. Ah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone chanting it. Oh, that you. We're firing you. <laughs> what? But uh, junkyard dog always used to have it when when people used to go. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, that would that would sound like boo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boo. But no one would ever boo junkyard dog because that is that would be a weird thing It'd to do. You would you would have to be committed <laughs> if you ever tried to do that. That's terrible. true. And because Pete, this is part of the. Um, uh, era of chaos mm. uh, they decide rather than go for the obvious mm. and sensible and uh, the thing the crowd want which is Sami Zayn to win the yep. belt mm-hmm. or to have Sami Zayn pushed off the top and Kevin, Ayn, Kevin Owens retain it and therefore mm-hmm. become a bigger star because he is a very new WWE mm-hmm. face they decide that um, Zack Ryder will win it on a complete fluke he climbs up yep. and uh, he gets to, to pluck it off mm. um, he uh, he obviously this was a huge thing for him and and that is sweet I'd rather I'd rather he won it than Miz had it for the nineteenth time, and you know, just just sort of like, oh, here we go, I'll carry this around now. Uh, Zack Ryder is obviously absolutely made up, and mm. I, th- I should think what he thought about it was, well, this has changed everything now. Right? Okay, um, it didn't. Uh, do you know when he lost the belt? <laughs> was it the next day? He lost the title the next night. Oh, Mark. on Raw to the Miz. <laughs> <laughs> what was th- oh good uh, Lord. it was just an attempt to give a wrestlemania moment and to, they keep talking about this it's not a wrestlemania moment if they don't retain it no if it, like it's a snapshot in history but you have to give it the respect that history has, has awarded it so that if you lose it the next day yeah. that's a dusty finish for yeah, me it's it, bullshit I, I totally agree if you lose it the next day the other thing you're saying is ah forget that yeah what does it fucking matter <laughs> well it, it's it's just you know he slipped on a banana peel yeah normal order restored now <laughs> it's so heartbreaking I mean what's what's really sweet about that is Zack Ryder's dad jumps the, uh, yes. the barricade and he he runs in and hugs his son now uh, Zack Ryder I mean you know if you're a wrestler do you really want your daddy <laughs> running into the ring to With give his sonny a great big hug you're a bit like in actually this is an iconic moment for me yeah why do I need dad, dad's here dad's here and his dad's wearing a hat and his dad takes the hat off and his dad, just caught up in the moment, goes, what can I do with this hat? I'll put it on my son. <laughs> right? This horrible, dirty, like, dirty brown leather hat. And Zack Ryder whips that shit off as quickly as anyone I've ever seen. It's the I'm quickest move in WrestleMania. Yeah. It's just like, boom, like that. And you can see him just think, it's ruined. It's ruined. ruined. <laughs> ruined. I've upset my dad. Yeah, where's my uh. iconic sort of Austin on the turnbuckle picture? <laughs> Instead, it's him pulling off a hat and going, and go, Dad! Uh, you ruined all of this. <laughs> I've only got this for 23 hours. Have you seen this? The Miz is only making designs and adjustments to the belt. Um, have you seen uh, what his dad's up to? His dad's actually a professional bodybuilder. Oh, my God. <laughs> So Jesus Christ. 62 years old, competing in a bodybuilding show this past weekend. His hard work and dedication is inspiring. And that was last year. Um, oh, so his, 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 his dad is absolutely ripped. I mean, you know, brown. Uh, they they seem a strange but nice group of people. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I yeah. I do feel for him because again, it's that that sort of thing about, as, as you say, you know, it, it doesn't count. It's like a dusty finish. And mm. when you watch that, you instead of going, God, that was the great, 
crowning achievement for mm. him and, and how excited he must have been. <laughs> Instead, you look at it and you just go, oh, this is all meaningless. It's all meaningless. <laughs> this is all stupid. Oh, oh, I bet he felt up. like a right pranic the next day. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a start to a show, though. What a start to a show. Oh, couldn't, could not be beat, could it? We, we had, um, before we uh, chip off, I must say there's there was a, in that little kind of like compendium of, of, of highlights of WrestleMania's past, mm. um, there was um, a bloke dressed in kind of um, the warrior's tassels. Oh, yeah. Like oh, shaking yeah. the ring or something. They've got I, some... wonder, I wonder who who that wrestler was. Yeah. Presumably they used some kind of developmental talent. To, some were big arms. I should think so, yeah. Because they, they, they recreate some of the sort of um, uh, like Shawn Michaels doing yeah. the super kick sort of thing. Mm. They used that later in Dark Side of the Ring to, to sort of, um, uh, because they didn't have a huge amount of footage. Mm. And I think WWE by that point had stopped letting them have it. <laughs> um, but they um, they had, uh, you know, lots of recreations and those were done by sort of, you know, name indie wrestlers. Right, so okay. I, should, I should imagine it's just some, some lads from the back, isn't it? Some yeah. lads from the back. It's strange. Thing. I, I also looked at it and I thought, well, they had to remake those tights and things. Yes, they yeah. So do, they'll they be like, should do that. Why don't they do? They really should. <laughs> Would I buy a pair of exactly the same Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 12 tights, Pete? We'll only know if they put them. <laughs> <on. laughs> Would I uh, buy some some um, uh, some ravishing Rick Rude shots uh, with Junkyard Dog's face on them? <laughs> yes, I would. Yes, I would. I would Very also much. buy a pair of Junkyard Dog's tights with ravishing Rick Rude's <laughs> handprint over one bum cheek. <laughs> I like to mash together. You know those cut cut collabs that people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's always like um, brand. With an X and then the designer. Mm. I want to see Junkyard Dog X ravishing <laughs> Rick Rude. I'm going to start mashing them together like yeah. mutants. Oh, there's another action figure line for Zack Ryder to <laughs> pick up. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, uh, woo, 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 Mark. Um, oh, woo, 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 Pete. We'll be back next week with some more wrestling. Maybe do check out the pitch in the newsletter. The extra shows. You get an extra every week. You get a newsletter. And you can listen to the entirety of this show. All, however many episodes you're going to get. And probably about seven, knowing <laughs> knowing how this fucking show's gone. Uh, over on the Patreon. You can listen to that right now if you fancy it. Patreon.com forward slash wrestle me. Oh, check us out. A little bit of bad news, Pete. You're oh. not going to be on the next show. Oh, Unfortunately, no. it's the miss. Oh, no. Wrestle me, Pete. Wrestle me, Mark. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.